So far, what has uh, your summit revealed on this issue? We have gathered here about 30 civil society organizations. Um, as you will know, there's about 12.2 million US dollars that is currently estimated to leave South Africa every year on illicit financial flows. We know that one of the biggest culprit sectors around this is the extractive industry. And our concern as civil society was how, what, what is it that we can do strategically and effectively to actually begin to curb illicit financial flows? And so two things I think that are worth noting. One is that we have begun a process of conducting research around what are the actual quantities that are leaving South Africa. And in order to do that, we looked into gold and platinum. And we identified companies as case studies where we were saying, while civil society are not auditors, what we can do is we can identify what we're calling a normal or anomalies in the financial transactions. That would then enable us to understand where some of the red flags might be. And so one of the companies, for instance, that we, we are investigating is Anglo Gold Ashanti. And one of the things that we found out is that in the last four years, on an annual average, about 500 million rand actually is paid by Anglo Gold to its subsidiaries as what they are calling services. And for us, that raises an immediate red flag because it says, why is that much money being transferred between Anglo Gold, the holding company, and its subsidiaries if it's not a tax evasion mechanism? Now, a lot of people will highlight the fact that tax evasion is not illegal. It's just a way that companies maximize on tax loopholes, as it were. But for us as civil society, we're saying there's a moral and ethical issue that's around the fact that companies have become specialists in actually avoiding paying the taxes that actually belong to South Africa. And I think that leads me to the second thing, which is around the condition of these communities where these companies are actually operating. Because mining-affected communities are, in fact, some of the most impoverished communities in South Africa. We are sitting here with organizations like Makua who represent mining communities who are talking about some of the health burden that communities are facing where there is mining activity taking place. And so the comparison between the revenues that these companies are generating and what it is they are giving back to these communities and taking away is significant. And we're saying that there's a moral obligation to companies not only to South Africa at large in relation to taxation, but directly to the, com- to, the, to the communities that are in fact directly affected by mining activities on the ground. Mm. So our message, sorry, go ahead, please. I was going to ask you, to what end are you holding this conference? I mean, it's all very well and good. And of course, it's important for South Africans to be uh, educated on the various ways in which illicit financial flows occur. And as you say, uh, in many cases, those are done through legal challenge. Uh, uh, channels rather, but for you, to what end are you holding the summit? One of the things we are talking about here is the fact that civil society and citizens' movements generally have been disintegrated in dealing with this question of illicit financial flows. This is why we have not seen substantive pushback from citizens to those companies that are conducting this.
And so the end is to essentially see the stop and the significant reduction of illicit financial flow practices amongst mining companies in particular. And at the end of Friday, what we are going to have is a civil society campaign that we are launching, which is actually going to activate a grassroots movement to hold companies accountable by forcing them to disclose what it is that they are giving back to communities, what it is that they are paying by way of taxation, and how much revenue they are making out of mining activities. So I think this is kind of like an indicator for civil society to say we are no longer going to take this lying down because there is significant damage and negative impact, not just to the South African economy, but to the mining communities that are affected directly by this practice. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us. Namsa Niki Mangaliso, Director at African Monitor.